0: Hey guys, welcome to Rihanna's Lens, where I interact with you about the components of the STEM field and introduce you to fascinating people who passionately inhabit scientific and technical frontiers of our society. My name is Rihanna Malhotra and I'm absolutely elated to share this podcast with all of you. On this episode, I'm joined by a guest, Who's a chemist and an undergraduate student researcher working on organometallic chemistry at a lab at UC Irvine? She also works with a mentor and is aiming towards finding better ways to capture carbon dioxide and recycle it to turn into fuel, gasoline, or energy. I am so glad to welcome and introduce Erin Joy. Thank you so much for coming on. I can't wait to begin our discussion.
1: Hi, I'm really happy to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. So, uh, I was wondering, what exactly is it that motivated you to get into this field?
1: Um. So when I started at UCI, UC Irvine, my university, um, I started my nonprofit. It's called Theory of Joy. Um, I'm from California, so. Um, Theory of Joy tries to help like the indigenous communities of the Philippines. And um, when we were working with the community, I heard that one of the people unfortunately died of a heat stroke. And at that time, I realized how global warming like um, unequally affects third world countries. So I wanted to do something about that and especially help the country that I was from. So I thought of doing um, environmental research for chemistry. So that's what inspired me to join the field. And I really, really enjoy it. It's a really, really good research group and I'm very happy with it, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I really think that environment is such an important aspect that we need to pay more attention towards in these coming years. So that's great that you're working towards it. and. I was wondering what exactly was your educational journey that got you here?
1: Well, um, I started in a community college and then I was a TA for like four years. And then after I was TAing for four years, I used to be a nursing major. But um, while I was TAing, um, I thought I had like a special gift of explaining um, hard, complex topics in chemistry in a way that's digestible because I was a TA for like non-STEM majors. So I really, really enjoyed chemistry. I like the idea of problem solving and and how diverse chemistry is, um, how diverse the topics of learning are. So um, I decided to change my major. I guess the biggest, most pivotal moment was when I was in clinicals, um, clinicals is like as a nurse, you go to the hospital and then you like work with a patient as a nursing student. So I was doing that. And then um, I worked with a veteran who was like suffering from side effects of medications. And at that time, my research was like trying to remove the side effects of medications from drugs. So um, I felt like chemistry needed me more than nursing because there so many people wants to be a nurse and I think that there can be someone that can be like a better nurse than me but I felt like chemistry would be the path that I could use my knowledge to build on. Right
0: right and um yeah. what does a day in your life usually look like?
1: Um A usual day in my life, I usually wake up at, like, um, I usually sleep in. um, I usually sleep at 12. And at whatever time I wake up, I usually wake up at around 6 to 7. So, that's still enough for me to get to the lab. So, I usually wake up 6 to 7. um, And then um, I go rock climbing with my friends. Um, Actually, I usually wake up at 5. Sometimes I wake at 6 to 7 if I'm very tired, but, like, a good day in my life. (laughs) I usually wake up at 5, and then I go to the gym at 6 with my friends. I go rock climbing with them. And then it's, like, a 6 to 7.30 type of thing. And then um, there's a shower in my gym, too, so I take a shower there. And then I should be in the lab by 9. 9 to 10 is, like, an email time. Um. I I tend to have a a lot of things going on in my life. So I need to reply for emails in the morning. And then 10 to like 12, I usually start setting up my first thing I have to do. Like if it's a filtration, a reaction, or something at NMR, I usually one do one small thing in the morning. And then my lab does like lunch as part of our lab, which is really nice. We all eat lunch together. It's like 12 to 1. And then one to six, I do more experiments. That's like the bigger bulk of my experiments. And then I go home. Um, Usually I hang out with my friends. Um, Our school's really close to a bay. So if I did work out in the morning and I slept in, I usually would paddleboard at night. Um, I have my board and I inflate it. Um, And then after that, I just go home. Um, That's like a summer day. But after if they're school I usually don't go to the gym as often and I study a lot because the grades are important <laughs> um, yeah I guess that's how my life is um, yeah I spend a lot of time with my family too on the weekend <laughs> my mom makes it like a requirement <laughs> so it's a really
0: huge busy schedule throughout the day and you pretty much have your entire day planned with uh, different activities it seems. And you're, yeah. you're uh-huh. also yeah. into um, yeah. organometallic chemistry. So I was wondering what exactly is that and what drove you to get into this um, kind of research?
1: So the organometallic chemistry is like organic molecules. Organic molecules are like carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, and nitrogen that are just like linked together. So um, that's organic. And then metallic are just the metals, like gold, silver, um, iron. Um, So what we do in our catalyst, something that speeds up a reaction, um, we have like a metal in between the catalyst and a bunch of carbon organic molecules surrounding it. Um, that, That catalyst... So first we have like a bunch of nitrogens that takes carbon dioxide, and then when the nitrogen has the carbon dioxide attached to it, the catalyst comes in and breaks that. And then it would make something called, it will make a few things, and then at the end it will make something like a formate or methanol. Um, this formate and methanol is very very useful because it's what it's like one of the main products we need to make fuel or energy. So um, yeah, that's my research. Um, that's organometallic.
0: Oh, okay. That sounds really fascinating. So mm-hmm. that's something that you base your research upon. So are there any other big projects that you're currently working on?
1: Um, outside my research, I'm working on my next book. Right now, I'm a children's book author. Um, yeah, my nonprofit just finished another project. We um created an extension of the school we built in the Philippines. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm very excited for my next book. Um, I've been showing all my friends. <laughs> um, Clara's gonna go to Mars and she's gonna work on like carbon capture too. And then she's gonna convert the CO2 into oxygen so we can have um, air to breathe more. So very excited about that. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. And you also mentioned that you write books for
1: younger kids, so can you talk a bit about that? Oh, um, yeah, I'm a children's book author. Um, I wanted to like write books that will um, encourage girls to pursue not only chemistry, but STEM. Um, I feel like STEM has such a stigma um, that's being presented to us, um, which is really unfortunate. So I was hoping to show that chemistry can be fun and like normal kids can love chemistry because like books usually show them as like nerds or someone that's extremely special, but everyone can be a chemist if they just have curiosity and the drive to do so.
0: Definitely. And as a woman in STEM, did you ever face any challenges or difficulties being in this field?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, some some grown-ups can have very, very mixed opinions about it. But I guess what I'm going to say is you, you should just have like a very, very strong support system and someone you can talk to, someone you trust and the mentor and your friends. Um, because um, they, those people are just going to be continuing to do that. So um, you should just be able to talk about it with your friends. And um, if it's something that's completely wrong, you should talk to the person, how it makes them uncomfortable, and at least give them a perspective of what they did.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's awesome that you're writing books for younger kids so that they get awareness about um, there are other people other than men or there's more diversity in the STEM fields rather than what mm-hmm. is being showcased to us since we were younger. So they read the books and they can get a better idea of that, that there can be people that are from different ethnicities or different genders. They can still get into this field and pursue their dreams. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And lastly, what advice would you like to give to someone that wants to join the same field as yours?
1: The same field as me? Um, I guess my advice is seek mentorship. Um, find someone you can trust, who can you can really, really get to know, who can really get to know you, someone who advocates for you. And there's a lot of ways to do that. Um, it depends what part of your career you are on if you're a high school student a graduate student an undergraduate student and of course like pursue research um, talk to your professors show them what you're interested in and then yeah I think that would be my most important advice Um, I'm very grateful for where I am now because of those two yeah absolutely
0: that's some really great advice well that's it for today thank you so much for coming on Erin I had a great time talking to you and discussing about your profession and school life and so that I could get a bit of your insight well to let all of you know this podcast is now available on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Radio Public and Pocket Casts make sure you subscribe to all listening platforms and stay tuned for more Erin is there anything you'd like to say before we log off?
1: Um, I don't have anything to say, but my next book is coming on October 26th. So you're, if you're interested in chemistry or have a child that wants to pursue chemistry, check it out on Amazon. It's Chemist Clara Explores Mars, and my first book is also out. It's Chemist Clara Paints the Lake. I guess. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We'll all make sure to check it out, and
0: well, that's it. Thank you. Bye bye. Have a good one.